0: question, what is the one thing that women do a lot that kills their confidence? The answer to this question is so compelling, so relatable, that since answering this question, I have talked about it on stage in front of over 500 people and gone viral-ish on Instagram for speaking on the subject matter. And finally, today, I get to bring it to you. Hi. I'm Stacy Hudson and this is the Mother Plus podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about women and apologizing. I'm sorry over apologizing. See what I did there? Over-apologizing and what it does to us and to our children, especially our daughters, when we do. I'm going to plant a bug in your head that once it's there, you won't be able to shake it. And that's a good thing. That's what I want. So let's start with a little background. Back in March, on episode 55 of this podcast, we interviewed Sarah Marie, the mother plus boudoir photographer, and the subject of apologizing came up. Sarah talked a lot about instilling confidence into her daughter, and she said that when she hears her daughter apologize unnecessarily, it's a big red flag for her. She always follows an I'm sorry with what are you sorry for? As soon as she said this, I stopped in my tracks because I had recently experienced the exact same scenario with my five-year-old daughter. She apologized for no good reason, and I called her on it, immediately recognizing my struggles with over apologizing through my childhood into adulthood. I put a clip from this episode on Instagram, and it blew up. I'm talking over 14,000 views, 426 likes, 73 shares. Maybe that's not a lot to other people, but it's a big deal for this little podcast. It's more than we've ever gotten before. So I knew it touched a nerve with people, especially with women. Immediately after I said it, Steph told me I had to write about this experience. And you know when something comes pouring out of you so effortlessly, like it had been inside of you your whole life and your body was just waiting for you to pour it out. It was like that if there is one thing I know in this world, it is apologizing. It is feeling small, ironic because I'm 6'1", feeling wrong, feeling in the way. This was something I had struggled with since I was a kid and I wasn't about to let my daughter struggle with the same things. So I did. I wrote about it. And I ended up liking it so much that I decided to audition it to be in the 2023 Listen to Your Mother show. And guess what? I got cast. And Mother's Day weekend, I had the honor of reading it to over 500 people at the beautiful old-timey Boulder Theater for the thrill of a lifetime. There is something here in this story that I think almost all women can relate to. If you can't, I applaud you. Because it is very hard to do when women have been conditioned for so long to please and appease and play small. Really, the beauty of this quote unquote epidemic is that the first step is just to talk about it. Because as soon as you do, you become more aware of your own apologizing habit. And you may still do it but every time you do, there is a ping of awareness, this yucky feeling in your gut that that is not where you want to be. So you stop yourself next time, and then you stop the woman in the grocery store who apologized for grazing your arm, or your mom for apologizing when she coughs, and your daughter for apologizing for being in the way when she is not. And then we start to make a difference. So... Without further ado, here it is. Daughter, stop apologizing. I love Lizzo. About damn time, like a girl, good as hell, these are my jams. I play her when I need a dose of confidence, when I need to be reminded that I'm a strong woman who doesn't have anything to apologize for, and as a reminder that I'm raising strong women in a world that has never been more ready for them. My girls know Lizzo by name. Woke up feeling like I just might run for president, even if there ain't no precedent. Maggie, who is this? Lizzo! The only exes that I care about are in my fuck. Record scratch. There is one problem with Lizzo. She cusses a lot. Now, I don't take issue with that for myself, but I've always been of the mindset that we should keep our children as innocent as possible for as long as possible since they tend to grow up so much faster these days. So, do I stop listening to Lizzo in front of my children? No. I wait for the word before the curse and then quickly turn the sound down and then back up again once it's been said. It's incredibly tedious but on par with my typical level of eccentricity that I have championed throughout all of my motherhood. Anything for my daughter's mental health, I think. So far, it's worked. My girls have kept pretty clean mouths and their innocence along with it. But the other day, my five-year-old said two words that made me cringe more than a thousand fucks, bitches, or shits. Any guesses? I'm sorry. Actually, it was more like six words because she said it three times in a row. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. As if she'd just spilled red paint all over our white couch or body slammed her sister into the hardwood floor. But in this case, all she had done was put on the wrong shoes. It was P.E. Day and I had told her she needed sneakers instead of snow boots. She felt that deserved three I'm sorries in rapid succession. At first, I cringed. And then, my heart sank, because I immediately recognized the tone and lilt of what she had said. It was mine. This is exactly how I apologize. One right after the other, and for no good reason. To my daughters, after brushing their teeth too fast or too hard. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sweetie, I'm sorry. To my husband, while still parked in the driveway after realizing I had forgotten my phone. Mind you, this is after getting both kids in the car along with all of their earthly possessions for a two-hour day trip. Oh, I'm so sorry, babe. God, I do this every time. I'm so sorry. To the lady at the grocery store who's been waiting behind me for all of three seconds while I choose the best type of nut butter. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me get out of your way. Sorry as if I have no right to be standing there in the first place, grocery shopping, the nerve of me. This wretched habit was lovingly passed down to me from my mother, and I likely started developing it around the same time Charlie picked it up. We do as they do, right? My mom had a million things to apologize for. For not doing it right, for lightly bumping your arm, for coughing too hard if something went down the wrong pipe, for saying the wrong thing. She even apologized to inanimate objects like garbage cans and tables. <clears throat> I'm sure to my five-year-old years, these golden words were my ticket to people-pleasing, to making everybody like me my number one goal in life. I can only imagine what the developing brain is experiencing at that time. So if I do something wrong, which I often do because I'm a kid, this word disarms people. and makes them feel bad for me. Sorry equals approval, and if I say these magical words, I let my guard down and give them the power, which feels much safer than me holding it. Yes, I like it here. This is a place where confrontation doesn't exist, and I fucking hate confrontation. I've been vaguely aware of my sorry habit for most of my adult life, but never so much as when I started dating my now husband. Stop apologizing, he'd always say. You didn't do anything wrong. He also made me aware of my asking for permission habit, as in, can I go to the bathroom? Would you mind if I go to my friend's place for drinks tonight? Ooh, can I get the steak? And these were the days before we had kids, so it wasn't a matter of me asking him to watch our children. It was literally asking permission to perform grown-up tasks that he need have no say in. When he'd call me out on my incessant apologizing or permission habit, can you guess how I would respond? Seriously, it was that ingrained in me. I knew it was something I needed to work on, but never took it too seriously, because working on my sorry was much more than eliminating a word from my vocabulary. It was questioning my sense of self. Why am I like this? Why do I feel so small and in the way all the time? Why do I feel like everybody else knows better than me, no matter their qualifications or mine? Why am I always asking for permission or begging for forgiveness? It would force me to acknowledge that I have an opinion, I have a say, that I am a person who commands attention and demands respect. No longer apologizing is about stepping into my power, taking up space, and holding my ground. Ugh. That sounds like a task for my 40s or 50s, not my already impossibly exhausting, tiny human-rearing 30s. I've got plenty of discomforts in my life without having to actually face conflict or make people uncomfortable. Why would I do that to myself? But Charlie's words that day ran through me like a bolt of lightning. She had taken on my worst quality, and I wasn't about to let her get away with it. What are you sorry for, Charlie? I asked, you didn't do anything wrong. And as if our fate was written in the stars, she of course replied with, I'm sorry, Mom, yet again. No, you're not sorry, I said. Charlie, let me tell you something. I know you got those words from me. And as you already know, Mommy is not perfect. I mess up. I'm still working on myself, just like you are. There are, of course, times to say I'm sorry, like... If you slam the door in your sister's face and laugh maniacally at her sobbing from the other side. But I would say most of the time, sorry is not necessary. In fact, it is hurtful, not to the other person, but to you. In fact, I would say anytime you apologize and you didn't do anything wrong, it is not necessary. In fact, it is hurtful, not to the other person, but to you. When you say sorry, you're telling that person that you have done something wrong and you're giving them power over you. You need to keep your power. You need to pull your eyes from the ground to face their eyes. You need to show them that you matter. Mommy is still working on all of these things for herself at 37. But wouldn't it be cool if you could figure it out now so you're not still apologizing when you're mommy's age? She looks at me wide-eyed and confused, but also with curiosity and intrigue, as if I'd just given her permission to drive the car or something. I have an idea. You can be my sorry, please, and I can be yours. Meaning, when I say, I'm sorry, and I did not intentionally hurt somebody or do something wrong that I cannot fix, you've got to call me out on it. Say, Mom, don't apologize. You have nothing to be sorry for, and I'll do the same for you. Deal? Deal, she says. We pinky swore on it, so it's locked in. And just by knowing it's a bad habit, not a good one, she's already on a better path than I was. My wish is that if she has a daughter one day, she'll have no I'm sorry precedent to learn from in the first place. In the meantime, I'm going to keep playing Lizzo for them and maybe relax on the cuss restrictions. We've got more important things to worry about. So there you go. There it is. That was my essay that I read at Listen to Your Mother. Please, I want to hear from you guys. This is such a sensitive but important topic. And it seems so small, but it's not. And I think that anybody who can relate to it understands that it's not. And I'm I'm telling you, once you've heard, after you listen today, I almost guarantee you, you're going to go through the rest of the day, the rest of your week, suddenly hyper aware of all the times you say, I'm sorry, and all of the times it isn't necessary. And I think that is really my intention here. And I hope that's what happens. So please email us at hello at motherplusser.com. Tell us your sorry habit. Tell us your sorry over apologizing experience or your experience with your daughters. Comment on Instagram at mother underscore plus underscore podcast. We're going to be talking about it a lot there as well. I want to hear from you guys. I want to know why we do this and how we can stop. Thank you so much and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Mother Plus Podcast. Question. Did you listen to episode 55 with Sarah Marie, the multi-passionate, multi-hyphenate boudoir photographer? Believe it or not, she is the second boudoir photographer we have had on the show. And you might be wondering why Steph and I are so passionate about this type of photography. The answer is because it is so aligned with our mission on this podcast. Our mission is to help women find themselves again, to help them feel alive and aligned with who they are deep down, even when they are knee deep in the demands of motherhood. And in our experience, doing a boudoir shoot is one of the best and most immediate ways to do that for yourself. So Sarah created this beautiful thing that we are so excited to share with you. It is called DIY Bombshell, and it is a do-it-yourself boudoir course. DIY as in all by yourself. Nobody watching you, but you. Take away the high cost of hiring a boudoir photographer and take away the, oh my God, I have to get near naked in front of a stranger fear. This course teaches you to glam up and create your own photos using only your phone. Sarah teaches you everything from creating a storyboard to outfits and props to hair and makeup, posing, lighting, editing, and album design. She has taken care of it all. Sarah has 15 years of photography experience under her belt and poured her knowledge and heart into this course. Do something for yourself and try Boudoir. You will see yourself in a whole new light in the best way possible. A gift we could all use in motherhood. To sign up, just visit motherplus.diyboudoir.com and use the code MOTHERPLUS for 30% off this course.